0: One Reaction with Levy. Welcome. It's Week 13 and 14 podcast. It's December 2nd. We are already in December. Crazy after breaking down college football and NFL season throughout this whole year. Let's start college football. We're going to do the segment, One Team with Levy. Let's start number one, the Buckeyes of Ohio State, 12-0 and 9-0, and we've been talking about them all year. Fields, Dobbins, Loaded Receivers, Great Online, Chase Young, Jeffrey Okuda on the Secondary. This team looks like the best to me. They looked unstoppable against the Wolverines last week, but there is some concern about their pass defense. So, And guess who are the top three te- top The second and third teams. LSU, air raid offense. With Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence, air raid offense. So it's going to be interesting how they hold up in the playoffs versus those te- teams. But I think they've clinched their spot in the college football playoff. Number two, LSU. And I think they've clinched their spot as well. Joe Burrow, air raid offense, but there is concern with that defense, as I've said. And that's why they're not my number one team right now. I think right now, if I were to do my power rankings, they would be number three. This is the rankings from last week. But again, weakness on defense as they rank outside the top 30. So what does that mean? Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, Ohio State, Justin Fields, they should take advantage of the LSU offense. The only way, uh, defense. The only way LSU wins is if they throw the ball and they score more points than you. So I think they win in a few ways compared to the other top teams in Ohio State and Clemson. Number three, uh, Clemson, 12 0, 8 0, and again, top three in both offensive defense. I call them the sleeping giant. They need to still win. They need to beat Virginia in the ACC championship this week to get in. But right now, Clemson looking good. They are underrated to all the people because we haven't seen them yet and they have a lot to a lot of experience. The defending champs, looking good here at the end of November. Number four, this Georgia, eleven and one, seven and one in conference, and loaded defense, strong run game, and Jake Fromm. Again, they're right back on that border of making the playoff. They need a win. So that right now, they're control their own schedule right now, control their own destiny. If they win this week against LSU, I think they're in. Uh, DeAndre Swift. They got to run the football this week against the 28th ranked run defense. It's basically a win and in for Georgia. Number five, Alabama. 10-2. and two, They lost to Auburn. They're out. I think they'll be in the Orange Bowl this year. Number six, Utah. Uh, the unknown team that no one is talking about. They have a top 15 win over Oregon if they win this week. They have a top five offense, top 25 defense. Tyler Huntley and Zach Moss. When they're healthy, they've been 12 and 0 in their last 12 games. Their only game they weren't healthy, they lost to USC. This team is very good, and a team we don't uh, program we don't really know about, so that might hurt their ratings in going into the college football playoff. But if they win this week and Georgia loses, I think Utah has got a strong a strong argument to make the college football playoff. Number seven, Oklahoma, 11 and one, eight and one. They play Baylor, my number eight team, and the number eight team in the country right now. And Lincoln Riley again, another great year. He's got an improved defense. Jalen Hurts and a solid amount of weapons. Besides the loss to Kansas State, this team has beaten ranked teams in Baylor, Oklahoma State, Texas when they were ranked. This is a very good team. They need Georgia to lose to LSU, and then it becomes a toss up between them and Utah for the fourth spot. They need a win too. Baylor and the Big Twelve Championship. If Utah loses, I think, and Georgia loses and Oklahoma wins. I think Oklahoma has the number four spot. They're right now the odds-on favorite in the 538 rankings. Number eight, Baylor. They same deal with Oklahoma, but they're not a toss-up with Utah. Utah would get in over Baylor because of their strength of schedule. So Baylor needs to win out, but still a really cool story. Love what they're doing in Waco. Matt Rule, good coach. Really good coach. Could come to the NFL. Let's move to the NFL. Uh, one weakness would will leave. We're going to go through each team in the playoff hunt and their weakness right now. Let's start in the AFC. First, see the Baltimore Ravens 10-2. and two. And it's the lack of production from the wide receiving core. I mean, this week, Willie Sneed was the leading wide receiver with a total of 12 yards. I mean, I mean against better defenses like Houston, Kansas City, New England. How does... Once they can stop the run, because they've seen him twice. Uh, LA had success with that last year. How do they all set that? They got to throw to these wide receivers. Willie Snead, Marquise Brown, Miles Bookin. These guys got to step up. Number two, New England Patriots. They're 10 and 2, and their weakness is lack of explosiveness from its skill players. I mean, you saw it last night. It's pretty obvious. There's no deep threat. Julian Edelman, James White, and who else? I mean, they've invested a lot into it. Do you pick up Antonio Brown? You got to get Sanu, Dorsett. You got to get Nikhil Harry. One of these guys has got to get going because they got to get more production from their wide receivers. Number three Houston Texans eight and four and it starts with their offensive line. I mean no more Titus Howard so now they couldn't run the ball against a weaker New England run defense. This is a major concern when you go to cold places where it's harder to throw the football. Baltimore, Foxboro, Kansas City you got to run the football in January and right now it's a weakness for Houston. Number four seed Kansas City, defense, Kansas City Chiefs Run defense. I mean, especially in December and January, cold weather, you gotta run the football. New England and Baltimore. You gotta stop the run. Kansas City's been the bottom ten in the league. Chris Jones, Flank Clark, step up. Number five, Buffalo Bills nine and three in its offensive production. I mean, this defense is great, but we haven't seen a lot from their offense. They've played weaker teams, so we need to see them against better teams. It starts right now against a top ten defense in Baltimore. Next week. Number 6 seed Pittsburgh Steelers 7 and 5 and it starts with their QB. I mean, they have a third string QB. Good luck, Pittsburgh. Number 7 Tennessee Titans 7 and 5 and again it falls in the quarterback's hands. I mean, when was the last time Ryan Tannehill won a big playoff game on the road? Oh wait, never. 8 seed Oakland Raiders 6 and 6 past defense. I mean, Sam Darnold 34 points, Patrick Mahomes 44 points, 41 points. What do they expect come playoff time when they have to face Deshaun Watson, Brady, Mahomes. It's going to be tough. 9C, Indianapolis Colts at 6-6, six and six, and it's their lack of skill players in star QB. No TY, no Mac, and a hurt percent last three weeks. They've struggled, and they've looked like a different team. How do they bounce back? And they need those buys back if they want to make a last-second playoff run. Number 10 to finish off the AFC, Cleveland Browns 5-7. and seven. I'll keep it short. Maturity and coaching. I mean record talent record talent doesn't correlate right now for me nfc we're going to move there first seed san francisco 49ers they're 10 and 2 and it's all about jimmy g i mean this team is loaded but will jimmy g be able to beat drew of uh, drew Brees, aaron Rodgers, and a russell wilson it's going to be interesting time will only tell in the playoffs but we will see number two seed new orleans saints they are 10 and 2 and i think it I think it's explosiveness on offense. Similar problem. When you have an older QB, it's a similar problem to New England. When you have an older QB, it's hard to throw the ball down the field, and they just lack the explosiveness to get those gimme drives in the playoffs. So I think maybe it's Ted Ginn, but Michael Thomas, possession guy, Kamara, running back. So they need to get some more players down the field and really open up this offense. Number three seed, Green Bay Packers, 9-3, and it lies in the trenches, their physicality. They've got to get tougher. I mean, they got bullied by San Francisco two weeks ago. Minnesota bullied them for the last two quarters of that game. So when they play these guys, New Orleans, in the playoffs, who wins up front? Green Bay's got to win better offensively and defensively on the lines. Number four seen Dallas Cowboys. I'll keep it short, coaching, distractions, and making the uh, QB too comfortable. I get it, Jason Garrett, Jerry Jones. That's what everyone else is going to talk about. But let's go back to the QBs. I feel like they're just too comfortable against Dallas. You saw Sam Darnold had success. I mean, Josh Allen had success. A lot of guys are, these QBs are doing a lot, especially on winning teams. They haven't beat a winning team. Quarterbacks are too comfortable in the pocket. Number five, Seattle Seahawks, and it's their offensive line play. They're 9-2 right now. And I think this team, when they face fronts like Minnesota, New Orleans, San Francisco, how will they hold up up front running the football and Keeping Russell Wilson safe. Number six seed, Minnesota Vikings, eight and three. And again, Kirk Cousins. He needs to perform better in bigger games. Number seven seed, Los Angeles Rams. It lies with their O-line at seven and five. Cannot run the ball. Todd Gurley can't run a ball without an offensive line. They don't have a mobile quarterback and Jared Goff. So they gotta protect them better, and that's why they're seven and five and not nine and three. Eight seed. Chicago Bears to end it off six and six. Offensive line. We all know about Trubisky's struggles, but I'm going to stem away from that. Everyone else is going to talk about that. Let's look at their running, uh, their offensive line. Last year, they ran the ball much better, and Trubisky had better stats and they were 12-4. and 4. This year, uh, they cannot run the ball effectively at all. David Montgomery has struggled, and the offensive line has struggled. So, And they haven't protected Trubisky, so that's very important to clean up. So we had our one team with Levy and one weakness with Levy. NFL, college football next week. we got some big games. 49ers, Saints. we got Ravens, Bills. And then finally, we've got Kansas City and New England and then L.A., Seattle. And then the college football won. It's championship week. You've got the Big Ten, Ohio State, Wisconsin. Should be interesting. SEC is a big one. One versus four. Uh, two versus four. Georgia versus LSU. And then you also got Utah. Can they win? Oklahoma-Baylor, who wins there and maybe has a shot at the playoff? A lot of interesting storylines coming up this next week. And, of course, NBA and college basketball continue on early in their seasons. So thank you guys for listening. One reaction with Levy, Week 13 and 14 podcast.